0: Good morning, good morning, good morning everybody. My name is Latasha Martin if this is your first time watching me on live stream if you are on YouTube I would ask that you subscribe and follow and if you're on Periscope if you want to give us some hearts and if you are on Connect Collaborate Create that means you are one of our collaborators on Facebook and then finally if you're listening to the podcast I want to say thank you for my listening audience um and I am excited that it's growing inches by inches by But maybe I need to do a better job talking about the podcast called Power to Choose. And so today's message, as with each day, it is a motivational moment with a biblical context or foundation. And so this morning, our title is called "Okay," (laughs) because honestly, as I was um, I got a really good night rest. And when I woke up this morning, I'm like, Lord, what do you want me to share? Um, Because I know the things that you're working out in me and through me. And sometimes it is to be shared. And sometimes that stuff is just for me. And so today's message is titled, okay, because as I was preparing, there was a phrase that I was thinking of for myself in my own journey, but then it was actually a scripture. I was like, okay, God this is good for today. So the title is called, okay, so let's go ahead and open up in a word of prayer. And then I'm going to jump into this word today with some practical application. So today is a note taking day. If you have your notebook nearby, or if you just want to, um, you know, just put, you know, tag or save this video. So if you click on save, then it will actually stay in your news newsfeed so you can come back. And if you're watching on the replay, just do hashtag replay. So dear God, we thank you. Um, Lord, for um, I thank you today for just showing up in a different way. Um, Today, I thought I was going to be approaching this video one way, and I love having a relationship with the Holy Spirit where it can redirect and reroute on a path that glorifies you always. And so God, today, I pray that you come in and you organize these words so they, they have a powerful impact on those who need them so that they can a reroute for themselves based on what the word of God says to them this morning through this text, through this teaching. And I just thank you, God, because you are awesome and you are worthy to be prayed. praised. Thank you so much. And we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So today's title is called, Okay. And the, the, the baseline for this is because um, over the last couple of weeks, I've been intentionally asking God, you know, what is it that you're having me do in this thing called life as it relates more so to my business than it is any other area? And if I had to have a truth moment with you, I've been in business full time for about five and a half years. And this pandemic, um, even though I have been pivoting hard, I do want to say that the ROI um, is not what I need to maintain a certain quality of life for my responsibilities, both to my family um, as well as to my business. And so if I was being really honest with you guys on Monday of this week, I was really looking for a job. Just being real. I was looking for a job and I was like, God, like, I think it's irresponsible to have a skill set. And while I'm waiting for this to pop off, while I'm waiting for this to work out and work its way out, um, then bills are piling up. And I feel like that's irresponsible. So first of all, for those of you who this is the first time you're listening to me, I'm real honest and transparent in this space, especially when you see me only share it with the collaborators in some other two places where I really don't have that big of an audience. And so um, I was looking for a job on Monday. Then on Tuesday, I was like, OK, well, while I'm waiting for the job, you know what? I got a car. Why not just start doing Uber Eats or DoorDash? Because at least that will generate some income because I have an amazing husband that is working his tail off. He's probably working more hours than the average person and allows me. Yes, I'm saying the word allow because in my house, we have order and my husband is the head. Um, He allows me to live out my dreams. And I'm so thankful for that. Well, my husband is no young spring chicken. And so it's, you know, it's heartening or it's heartbreaking seeing him, you know, go to work every day. He usually takes off maybe one day a week and he works between eight and 12 hours each day with no complaints, none, while I live out my dreams. And so if you are a oneness in marriage that can cause some kind of something, at least it should. Cause if you love somebody, sacrificial love, it's one and one is one with a covenant to God and my husband's doing what he needs to do. And he allows me to be his helpmate. But I was saying to myself, like we are about to hit into the fall where bills escalate with tuition. So truth moment, Monday, I was looking for a job Tuesday. I was literally sitting there saying to myself, okay, let's do something in the interim. And then on Wednesday, the Holy spirit was like, get your whole life, (laughs) get your whole life, Latasha. And I was like, God, what do you mean get my whole life? He was like, you need to practice what you preach, okay? So the last couple of messages when I said I'm ready and we talked about that other area, the reality is God is like, you are just like, you're being a hypocrite somewhat right now. And I was like, okay, God, like really, how am I? being a hypocrite. And so even right now, I'm saying if this message, even as far as we have gotten, is something that, you know, somebody else needs to hear, I'd ask that you share this message. Um, And you can literally either invite them into the group or just say, hey, there's a message here. Join today. You can leave after you listen to the message. It doesn't bother me any, never mind, because I realize I'm nowhere else. So Um, so anyways, so on wednesday god was like get your whole life and i'm like, okay, god What do you mean by get my whole life? And he's like, you know how you talk to some of your clients sometimes and you tell them Like you know what the reason your business isn't going to the next level is because you've got this product and you've got That product and you got this service and you got that solution and nobody knows about you And he was like it's the same for you latasha Like you do well with streaming. You do well with showing up consistently, but you never have a call to action too much because the imposter syndrome that jumps into your head is you don't want to misalign and let people think that the motivation of your heart is wrong other than glorifying me. But this is what God was showing me. And this message is actually going in a different direction than I had planned, but that's the way the Holy Spirit works is, you know, sometimes we get, in this vicious cycle of our brain and in this vicious cycle of our brain we know things and we're on autopilot so one of the questions that i have began to ask myself is why are you doing this and why are you doing that? Because there's only so much time in the day. And so you have these to-do lists and you're frustrated about the lack of ROI. And it's because you're not doing enough income generating activities while you are supporting and loving on everybody else's dreams. And that's like, if you were coaching yourself, that would not be the advice that you would give. And so there's like, oh, there's three directions or there's some things that God is showing me with my business. So one of them begins with, um, there will be a Get Naked with God challenge that will be happening sometime in September. But then there's also this other signature program called the Life Transformation Boot Camp. And um, it's really power to choose, and it's the Life Transformation Boot Camp. And so there are some people who will receive a special invite from me via email, um, extending an invitation for you to participate in this program. If you do not receive an email from me, um, there could be one of two reasons. One, I do not have your email address or I don't have your correct email address. Or the other reason is you're just not a good fit for the program. Either way, don't be offended. You will have an opportunity in the future to join this, but I need a targeted group of people to walk through this intensive because it's gonna like take a lot of time. And that again is a part of one of these processes. But getting back to where this message is when we say, okay. Um, The two things that I want you to think about, if you are in one of these situations right now where you're like scrambling to hear from God and you're saying, Lord, like help me uh, get my whole life. And so today when I was looking for, uh, actually, I thought it was a quote, but it was actually scripture. And the scripture actually comes out of Zechariah and it's Zechariah 4.10. And this is what it says. It says, Who despises the day of small things? Now, the context for this, I don't want to jump into this because I didn't really study this. I was literally looking for this because what I thought I was going to talk to you guys about today was, you know, again, looking at my own journey in this path on why it's taken me so long to launch these two programs, the get naked with God, as well as the power to choose life transformation um, bootcamp or intensive, whatever it's going to be called is because it's easy to get trapped up in the in the crazy, right? So when we are watching things on social media, when we're listening to podcasts, when we're observing all of these different things, it's real easy to say, if I'm going to jump in the game, I don't want to jump in the game and look crazy. Again, maybe that's just me uh, and my need for excellence and perfection, but it's easy to say, you know what, if I wanna do this class or if I wanna change something in my business, because I'm so far in my business, I don't wanna take those steps back because I would look crazy, right? Like who would want to buy that if they're used to seeing me coming in the game at this level and then when I'm trying to kick off this new product or 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 service, I look like I'm just starting. And so as I was thinking about that, I was like, yeah, that's Kind of me. You know, these two programs that I'm talking about, the Get Naked with God Challenge is using different tools and different partners to help push through that. And I'm a little on the edge. Like, you know, if I launch this Power to Choose, I mean, this Get Naked with God Challenge and nobody signs up, that's going to be embarrassing. And the level of work and resources that it takes to do the Get Naked with God Challenge to the level that I know God wants me to do it at, that's a little scary. But what I was reminded of today when I was looking at that passage is I was going back in the archives of these videos that I do live each day, Monday through Friday now. And I was looking at where they are now in 2020 and oh my goodness, where they were in 2016. Whoa, Lord. And it took me into me thinking, don't despise small beginnings. That's the quote that I'll hear, and that I'll even say to some of my clients when they're going or taking the courage to go into a different path. And I'll say, don't despise small beginnings. And then I was reading this in the word as I was looking for it. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that's actually the word of God in Zechariah, where it says, who despises the day of small things? Because at the end of the day, it says, men will rejoice when they see the plum line in the hands of Zerubbabel. Um, And so again, don't want to go into the context of this text because I haven't studied it thoroughly, but I was like, oh my goodness, like it's good to know the word of God. Why is it good to know the word of God? Because even when you are struggling through seasons and God is having you to transition and the enemy wants to put imposter syndrome or posture thing in your brain, when you know the word of God, It is constantly a a reroute or a roadmap to how you should navigate in this thing called life. So even when I think about Monday, when I was looking for a job and the Holy Spirit didn't give me peace and on Tuesday in desperation, when I was gonna pick up DoorDash and Uber Eats and whatever else just to make a little cash, it was on Wednesday when God showed me in his word because I spend time with him daily. Just like you brush your teeth, When I wake up in the morning, I thank God and I read a scripture as my first source as if it's like the thing that I need to do to recharge because I know, I know if I don't begin there that my day won't be right. It's kind of like when you leave the house and you forgot to brush your teeth for some reason who knows what it was. Maybe you got so busy and you were on autopilot and your to-do list was so long. And then you get in the car and you're like, ooh, this is not a fresh feeling. That's how I feel when I don't plug into the source first thing in the morning. And so this morning, as I'm embarking and preparing for the Get Naked With God Challenge, and as God told me, email some people to have them go through the beta program of the power to choose, the life transformation intensive, like do these things, but this is the thing. In order for me to step out on that, the first thing that popped in my brain was imposter syndrome. And then the thing that battled that out in the spiritual was who despises the day of small things? Who despises them? Because nobody starts where they are right now. You can roll back the tapes on Oprah and look at her when she had an Afro and her teeth look different. You can go back to Les Brown way, way back in the day. You can go back to the Tony Robbins, the Lisa Nichols, the whomevers that you look at. It maybe you don't know those people, but you can even go back to maybe the Ellens or whoever's on these public stages now. Where they are right now, is not where they began. And at the end of the day, stop the comparison game because you'll never win in that. You'll never win in that. So instead of comparing, you need to prepare yourself and go back and say, don't despise small beginnings. But the only way you can know that that word is in there is you gotta go back to Psalm 119:11 and this is what it says in Psalms 1 Psalm 119:11 <clears throat> it says i have hidden your word in my heart that i might not sin against you praise be to you o lord teach me your decrees with my lips i can recount all the laws that come from you from your mouth I will rejoice in your following your in following your statutes, as one rejoices in great riches. I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. I delight in your decree, and I will not neglect your word. Which means, when you know the word of God, you need to hide it in your heart, so that when you get frustrated, when you're excited, when you're just on an even kill, you can reference the ultimate reference which is the word of God so that you can stay on the path and you can stay on his plan for you. But you might be hearing this and saying, Latasha, but I still don't know where to go. I still don't know where to begin. All I can get is when you come on in the morning and it seems like these words just come to you so easy. And I want to tell you, no, they do not. Because when you are doing the work of the Lord, the enemy is busy. His job is to kill, steal, and destroy. And so each morning, it is an intentional battle where I hear the enemy saying, you don't have nothing to say. And God is saying, show up, my faithful servant. Just show up and I will never leave you or forsake you. I won't leave you where you don't have a word to share with these people who are listening to you. Yet it be one, if it's two, if it's none, you still go in and you do the work. And so for some of you who are discouraged today, and you're saying, God, I'm trying to do the work. Maybe you're not doing the work that lines up with the word that he wants to speak to you because your brokered faith only listening to me and not then doing the heavy lifting, which is, well, then take Psalm 119 and 11, you go back and you read it for yourself. But before you read it, Here's eight steps that I found this amazing little article today. Let me hopefully be able to pull this article up. Let me go back into my little things here and see if it, yup, thank you, Jesus, it came. This was a blog by a young lady named Brittany Allen. And she wrote this article and I said, these eight tips are amazing. So this is when we begin taking notes if you haven't already. So let's go into her eight tips and I'm just gonna read them. I'm not taking a deeper dive into them. You can Google her name and you can look at these eight tips. I'm not too big to say, if I don't find good stuff, I'm not gonna give credit to it. And why do something over when it's right there, it's already been done. So the first thing she reminds us of, and I'm telling you is you need to pray. And praying is a conversation with God. The second thing is, it says, don't toss out any books of the Bible. I almost giggled today because Zachariah is not a book that I'll go to. But now that God took me here for this one piece about small beginnings, I feel compelled to study it. So y'all might be hearing from Zechariah just a bit more over the next few days, but maybe not. Maybe it's just for me. The next thing it says, it says, park yourself in one book. So if you're not familiar with the Bible, a good book for you to begin with is the book of James in the New Testament. So if you don't read your Bible daily, go to the book of James in the New Testament. It's a really good book with some applications and easy to understand. And park yourself there. Don't move from James unless you can reference, but we don't need to go into that. If you join the get naked with God challenge, I will talk to you a little bit more when we're getting our minds ready and preparing for the challenge on how you study the scripture uh, when you park yourself in one book. Cause there's lots of references. It says, search out the context. Meaning that when you read a scripture, just like I read this morning, I said, I'm not going to go there and misinterpret what he meant in Zechariah when it says, do not despise small things, because I don't want to take a word out of context. So context is important, not just the context of that text, but the context of the time. So when it was written, why would he say this? Why would Jesus say this? Why would God say this in the word of God? Finally, it says, hold off on using commentary until the end. And this is important because even when we're reading different translations of the Bible, if you read a commentary, the Holy Spirit might want to say something to you in that word. And if you're just looking at another man's interpretation in a commentary, it could skew how the Holy Spirit wants to speak to you. Don't try, don't sleep on how Jesus can speak to your heart. Number six, it says, again, what I just said, using different translations, When I read the Bible each day, I usually am coming out of the NIV translation, but some people love the foundation of the King James Version. Some people like life application. Some people like the Message Bible. Again, we'll talk more about that if you join the Get Naked With God Challenge, because in that we will be using the Bible as a foundation. So it's important that you understand these things in more depth. Define words, meaning that again, you don't wanna assume what a word meant. Sometimes there's Hebrew translations. So when you look at words and different translations, you might get a different perspective on that scripture, but you wanna make sure that you can define words. So when you're reading them. Then the eighth one, I love this. It says, be patient with yourself. Nobody is expecting you if you just started reading the Bible today to expect you to be some huge Bible scholar. I've been reading the Bible for years now, for years. And I wanna tell you this, that even though I've been reading the Bible for years, there's still stuff that I'm like, what? what? I didn't even know that was in the Bible. I was laughing with my one niece. She was like, my goal is to read the Bible from cover to cover. Yeah, I've tried that before. And you just get lost because the Bible is not like, it's not, unless you read a translation of the Bible where it's actually at a historical timeline, which there is versions of the Bible where you can read it, where it's like, Um, in the historical timeline. But if you're reading the Bible from Genesis to Revelations, it's not like a linear thing. Like it'll go all over the place and that's intentional. So again, even knowing that, the whole thing is spending time with God. God could have you in the book of James for the next 20 years. Who knows what the Holy Spirit is doing? But it's an intimate experience. It's an intimate relationship. That's how the thing goes with God. And so why am I sharing all of this with you today? Because the title of, okay, it took me to a place. It allowed me to share with you guys some things that are going on in my personal journey, but it also got me excited because it reminds me of the importance of spending time with God every day. Outside of watching videos like the Joel Olsteins are great, the Joyce Myers are great, the Priscilla Schreier's are great, but there is nothing greater than spending time alone with God, asking him to speak to your heart through the word of God. It is a powerful experience. And if what I'm saying sounds like gibberish and you don't know anything about who God is, then inbox me. I will gladly have a quick conversation with you. I will say, on the other hand, if you're like, I'm spending time with God and I'm there's some specific things that I'm struggling with with my life or my business, and you wanted to set up a one-on-one session with me, you can just go to my website at vonswy.com, V-O-N-S-W-Y.com. You'll see that there's a, a link at the top that says a discovery session. You could sign up for one. Um, So like I said, for me today, God had to give me a spiritual spanking. He had to remind me of how much stuff is truly in the word of God. And for that, I was grateful. But for any of you that, like I said, there's two things to keep alert on. There will be the challenge that's going to be starting sometime in September. So we will begin advertising that my commitment is to start advertising that next week. Um, there will be an investment to participate in that challenge just so that you know it is not free. And then the second piece is if you if you do get an email from me with an invitation for you to go through that beta program, again, it's an intensive. Thank you, Shannon, for putting that over there. Good morning. Um it's uh, it's there's an intensive that's gonna be happening parallel to the Get Naked with God challenge. It's for people who are like really intensely looking for something. and it's not um that specific program it's going to have word of god in it because i am i love jesus but it is more about transformation in life in different areas of your life so again i'm 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 intentionally doing things to use what's in my hands and so why am i sharing that with you today because some of us are in a mess because we're not intentionally using what's in our hands why are we not using what's in our hands cuz we don't spend enough time with god for him to speak to our hearts to tell us and to guide us We stay in imposter land. We don't go into God's land and understanding that he still has a plan for every single one of us that have air in our lungs, air in our lungs, which is a precious commodity these days. And so be grateful for that. Get busy doing his stuff and he will provide all of the increase. I promise you that we serve a good God, a good, good God, a good, good father. Um, So dear God, we thank you today for this word. Just reminding us to just say to ourselves, sometimes when we're in the midst of the crazy, just step back and say, okay, I see you, Jesus. And just give you praise in that moment. We talked about that yesterday, how a song can change the atmosphere that we need to intentionally worship on our own so that we can hear from you, God. And so today I'm just so thankful for all the things that you're doing in my lives and in the lives of others. Maybe they can't feel it right now. And they need to go back and listen to that song by Sinek Waymaker. And they need to know that even when they can't see it, you're working. Actually, the translation is Leland that does that extra piece there. When we can't see it, he's working. That you are working, God. That you are working all things for the good of those who believe. Dear God, if we're staying in a place of feeling rejected by those whom we believe that we were called to serve, I will remind us that even you, Jesus, were rejected. And yet we know that you had still stayed on focus for the task, which was to die for all of our sins and that your grace is just overflowing. And so if the world rejected you and they're rejecting us, we have nothing that should be taking us off target, that we can stay on the path. And dear God, I pray that we have the confidence to move forward, God, because you can't reroute something that's not moving. And so, dear God, I pray that in our coming and our going, that we are encouraged that you are there with us, that you help people to come in and intercede in the gap with prayer and support and love, and that we are open to receive the love that they want to pour into our lives, dear God, and that we don't say no, that we don't have so much pride that we can't just take the help from people who are further along and then that we are reminded that we can't just be takers, but we need to be givers because just like there's people ahead of us, there's people behind us that we need to pour into also. Dear God, I pray that we never get too busy for your plan and your purpose. I pray that we get more intentional with our yes and amen and put our yeses on the table, trusting that God, you just wanna do exceedingly and abundantly more than we even know how to wrap our mouths and our minds around to ask for God. And so, Lord, I pray today, anyone who needs this encouraging word, but needs someone to talk to because they don't know who you are. I pray that they reach out to someone that they know that loves the Lord. And if they need to talk to someone on my team to pray and to get things right with God, I pray that they do have the boldness to do so. So, God, we thank you for all these things today. In Jesus name we pray, amen, amen, be blessed. I'm I'm so excited, like I'm really excited. Like I need to take my walk today to just calm my little tail down to stay on task. So God bless and I'll see you guys again tomorrow. Have a great day, bye-bye.